Well, hey kids, this is the Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm the Preacher. All right, let's see here. Uh, Pythagorean theorem, E equals MC squared. Okay, Draw well, a square around it. Trevor, what? One, why are you doing math? And two, why do you look so sad right now? Oh, well... Let me tell you, I, so remember the other day when I told you that I, I, you know, you told me actually that I missed school by like oh. a couple of weeks. Oh I was yeah. A late. I, I, I remember. I have to make it all up. Um, I'm in Saturday school, so oh. it's kind of boring. Are you, are you like the only person there? Or? No, there's five of us. Um, and you know, that's the only good part. I've gotten to meet some new people. There's like a guy over there wearing like a leather jacket you know, fist pumping in the air. He seems pretty cool. His name's Kevin. Um, there's like uh, the four other people too that are pretty notable. Um, Kevin Bacon? Whoa, how how do you know Kevin? He's so cool. Um, but we, yeah, we all brought breakfast, so we kind of made our own like sort of breakfast club of sorts. Um, so that's kind of nice, you know, find the silver lining. Trevor, I just, I feel like you're, you're just sort of, talking about the old movie called Breakfast Club that none of these kids have probably ever heard of before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is Saturday, school. It's not my favorite, but you know what is my favorite? And that's this podcast that we're doing right now. Um, And so I'm going to put my schoolwork here to the side. Tyler, you're going to tell us another Bible story. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to write another fun song, but I'm also going to ask some clarifying questions. But I kind of erased it from the script this time hoping you wouldn't say that but that's right in today's episode we are going to learn about the real story of Christmas and no it doesn't have anything to do with Santa or elves or Rudolph or candy canes ho ho no we gonna jingle all the way to Jesus sounds pretty fun let's do it jingle bells the devil smells hit the theme song Down those yummy goldfish. Cause guess what? We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. It's the preacher and the piano man. Fun and now go hand in hand. And this time it will be grand. It's the preacher and the piano man. Okay. Like I said, today is about the true meaning of Christmas. And one word that helps us get there is our vocabulary word, incarnation, incarnation. And it's kind of a mouthful. So kids, can you say incarnation? Um, no. Yeah, no, not at all. That's too hard. Yeah, we were we were actually talking beforehand and we've really not done well at this task. So, no. Oh, okay. Well, that was very mature of you, I think. Interesting Trevor? energy. Yeah. Interesting energy. Trevor, why don't you help him out? Can, can you tell the kids what, what is incarnation? Oh, that's simple. So incarnation, it's just the, it's a topping at Chipotle. You get in your bowl. Um, no, that's carnitas. Try again. Oh, um, is it a formula for babies? No, that's carnation. Try again. Is it where Lightning McQueen lives? Oh, uh, do you mean like a carnation? And yeah. He lives in carn- yeah. incarnation. No. That's what you mean, right? That's creative, Trevor, but no, um, that's not right. Incarnation is actually the Christian belief that God was born as a human 
in Jesus, which is what Christmas is truly all about, kids. You know, we love our Christmas traditions. We love stockings and being with family and getting presents and Santa's super awesome too. But the reason why Christmas has become a celebration of giving and light that has taken the world by storm is because God gave us the best gift ever on the first Christmas, Jesus. And Jesus incarnated as a baby. Jesus was God in a bod. He was 100% God, but also 100% human at the same time because that is what we needed and that's what he wanted to do. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, that Mary would give birth to a son and they would call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And that's Jesus. He's God with us. And oh wait, what's that sound? Looks like we're getting some calls again from the preacher and the Piano Man Global Satellite Network. I know this can be so confusing for kids to understand, so let's take some calls about it. Well, you know, I imagine it's probably like being ripped without having to work out to know all the numbers for the lottery, maybe have no skin tags, drive a car that has air conditioning, having a batting average of one, and Taylor Swift opens up for you because you're headlining. Wow, that's very creative. And honestly, God could do all those things if he wanted to, but that's not exactly what we're after here, Trevor. So I was a great question. Actually, no person knows what it's like to be God. Nobody, except for Jesus. But we do know some things that the Bible tells us about God. So let me give you an example. The Bible tells us that God doesn't have a body. He's spirit. The Bible tells us that God knows everything, that God is everywhere, and that God has the power to do anything. The Bible also tells us that God is so perfect and holy that sinful people can't even look at him or be in the same room as him or they will perish. The Bible tells us that God doesn't get old either or die because he's eternal. Now, I want you to think about this, right? We believe that Jesus was all those things. Amazing, right? But he actually chose to limit himself and become a human being because we needed him to. So imagine like asking LeBron James at six foot eight, 250 pounds to take his big giant muscle body and cram it into a little baby onesie. Yeah, that's kind of like what God had to do, fitting all of his power, all of his glory, all of his beauty into a human body, except even harder. Let's take another call. Well, hi, my name is Brooklyn and I'm nine and I'm riding in the car with a bunch of my friends to school. My mom calls it a carpool, but there's no pool in here, which is super disappointing. Anyways, we all think it's cool that Jesus became a human, but we have some questions about that. So, yeah, this is Charlotte. And, like, every morning when I wake up, like, I'm super hungry, like, and I need to eat breakfast, and, like, did Jesus get hungry sometimes? 
Uh, he sure did. Of course he did. Hey, this is Orlando. I'm in the carpool, too, and sometimes I get angry when my sister sneaks into my room and plays with my toys. Did Jesus get angry? Oh, he got angry. He flipped some tables back in his day. Eight hours of sleep every night. Hey there, this is Dallas. Sometimes me and my daddy like to watch videos of goats that pass out when they get scared. <laughs> Did Jesus laugh too? My mom always said he must have a sense of humor because he made me. But before we keep going on, um, do all of you guys have city very, names? Very strange. Right, every single one of your names is a city in the United States. No, of, of course we don't all have city names. Millennial parents wouldn't do that. But my name's Indianapolis, and sometimes when I eat my daddy's chicken wings, they burn my mouth and I cry. Did Jesus cry? Jesus wept. Next. Hi there, this is Brooklyn again, and sometimes I lie in order to get out of trouble. Did Jesus ever tell a lie? <laughs> no, of course he didn't. Oh, look, we have another visitor. It's the hamster. Hamster, what's up? Oh, did someone say a lie? I think I did. Well, Jesus might not have lied, but the squirrel, he sits on a throne of lies. Because I paid extra for double meat last night at Chipotle, because I love Chipotle, and I wanted to have enough leftovers today at lunch. But when I went to the fridge to get my food for lunch, gone! 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 And we know it was you, squirrel. You lie. You lie like a dog. Hey... Hey, hamster, relax, man. I'm starting to think you don't appreciate my presence around here, my little friend. I don't even like Chipotle. I like Kidoba. Bada bing, bada boom. And if you keep talking to me like I'm a chopped liver, I'ma make you sleep with the fishes. Capiche? Kids, this hamster, he's not a good guy. Trust me. Wow. What just happened? They came in here and went. I feel like they've been kind of angsty at each other's throats for uh, several days now. It has been. We probably need to discuss something with them, maybe help them out You know, later on in this maybe, season. Maybe this is an example of that thing called foreshadowing. Yeah, maybe we can address this really come like, I don't know, maybe episode seven or something like that. Yeah, or maybe not. Maybe we'll just forget like a lot of the stories, lines that we open up in this podcast. Okay, but no, back to the podcast. Kids, these are such good questions. So the exact way that God chose to work the incarnation out is kind of a mystery. We aren't totally sure. Like, you know, in the cafeteria when they serve sloppy joes and you really have no idea what the meat is made of? Yeah, it's a mystery. Only the lunch lady knows. Same thing here, except Jesus's nature is like way more beautiful and way more important than your lunch at school. But we do know a few things about Jesus. Like first, we know that while Jesus was 100% human, his divinity limited some of his humanity. So for example, he didn't sin like us. God can't sin. He's holy and perfect. So no, Brooklyn, Jesus never lied. We also know that while Jesus was 100% divine, 100% God, he chose to limit some of his God traits in order to be human. Like we know that he limited his ability to know everything and do everything, at least when he was a baby and a kid, because the Bible tells us that when Jesus grew up, he grew, he actually grew in wisdom and in stature. The Bible also tells us that Jesus touched the sick 
and ate with sinners, which means that even though God is so holy that sinners can't come into his presence, he must have protected us from that holiness so that he could be near us. We also know that the Bible tells us that Jesus died for us. So even though God is eternal and he doesn't get old, Jesus did. Like Jesus aged and he eventually gave his life for us. So, okay, I want you to imagine, kids. Imagine if you're playing Minecraft and you spent like days creating this awesome world. Like you build and save and build and save and build and save. And by the end of it, it's good. It is so good. But then something terrible happens. A creeper computer virus infects your world and it starts destroying it little by little. And the only way you can save your world is if you leave the comforts of your couch and enter the game. You have to become a Minecraft guy with one of those like square heads and blocky bodies and there's no turning back. Now, would you do it? Would you? Well, probably not because you don't love your Minecraft world that much. You wouldn't wanna give up your life for that. You probably have a pretty good life. And you definitely wouldn't want to give up your privileges as a human being and as the creator and controller of your Minecraft world. But Jesus really loved us. So that's kind of sort of like what he did. The apostle Paul wrote it like this in Philippians 2. He said, Jesus had equal status with God, but he didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. No, not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity, and he took on the status of a slave and became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death, a crucifixion. Now, kids, I know all this is really hard to believe and it's out of this world, but guess what? It's gospel. It's good news. And I love good news. Right, Trevor? We interrupt your nap time with some breaking news. This fall, you can expect for Taco Bells around the world to add rolled chicken tacos back to their menus. These fan-favorited cooked delights are out here to stay until October 11th. Nobody brings better foods to their menu. I guess you could say they are on a roll. (laughs) Make sure to get them while you can. I've been Trevor Marshall, and that's good news. Okay. So, Trevor, that it happened again. Where did all the cameras come from, and why in the world did you just do a, do a news segment for television? I just told you. I got a new job, and it's only here and there that I have to do little bits. Um, it's all good stuff, though, but uh, got to get that beef jerky somehow, you know? Got to get that bread so I can get that jerky. Okay. Well, thanks, Trevor. That was actually kind of good news. I love Taco Bell. But the gospel of Jesus is the best news. God became one of us. And he did it because he wanted us to see him. He wanted us to be with him. And he knew that only he could fix what was wrong with us in the world, sin. Jesus needed to be 100% human because it was humanity's sin that he died for. And Jesus needed to be 100% divine, 100% God, because only an eternal life could pay the eternal price that we all owed. An eternal life for an eternal debt. An innocent God for a guilty humanity an endlessly powerful man for an endlessly broken mankind. We are saved from our sin because of the God-man Jesus. And you know what? I think it's pretty cool that even though Jesus calls us to be like him, he also loves us enough to become like us. Now on that note, Trev, you think you got an awesome song for us today? Sure do.
All right, 30 seconds. Let me review, kids. Your vocab word today was incarnation. God was born as a human in Jesus and he was 100% God, 100% human. Your memory verse today is a wonderful description of that from Colossians 1.19. Paul writes, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Your prayer assignment is simple. Well, I want you and your parents to reflect on what you think the goodest, most coolest, most awesome thing about Jesus is, just like last time. And then I want you to tell Jesus about it. Say, Jesus, you are good news to me today because... And then last thing, kids, secret word number two. Trevor, you got a new word for him today? Secret word number two for this episode is... Spaghetti. Spaghetti? It is. Let's hear the song. There can never be another name that's higher Both strong and humble like a knight or a squire Nobody else can part the clouds But also know what hangnails are about No one else can split the sea But also get burnt if they don't use sunscreen No one else knows the hairs upon my head But can also make it rain delicious wheat bread There's only one fully God in flesh There's only one he's better than the rest there's only one who love overflows. His name is Jesus, this I know. 100% God, 100% man, 100% cool, 100% land, 100% strong, 100% sweet, 100% flesh, 100% elite. 